from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Welcome, 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 and happy Fresh Friday Eve to all of you. <laughs> I like. I was to about call to say, wait, that. Fresh Friday for Friday too? <laughs> no. Okay. no, you would have different music, different intro music. Uh, G is off today. Angela Poe Russell is in. We've had a fun first two hours. It has been so much fun, and I've loved getting the comments from folks on the text line. Yeah, seeing what you all are excited about <laughs> exactly and on our g and ursula show facebook page i just uh, got updated on all the comments on there as well if you don't text but uh just a reminder muckleshoot casino resort text line 888-973-5476-888-973 cairo and while i'm at it thank you to all of you who have been uh, reviewing us listening to us on our podcast uh, which is available everywhere you listen to podcasts also available on the cairo radio app and also available on MyNorthwest.com. But if you listen on those two last ones I just mentioned, you can't review us. If you listen to any of those other platforms, please um, leave a review. Yeah, you can be Tell honest. us what you like. Yeah, tell <laughs> us what you like. <laughs> be send, kind. Send Thank a constructive you to, criticism to Chef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you to Nikki and Amani for giving us five-star reviews. Woo-hoo. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, let's get to it. Agree to Disagree brought to you by Guardian Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, we just got to take off the gloves. Just really go at it. After passage in the Senate, the State House will now consider a bill that would require clergy to have a duty to report, report crimes like se- sexual abuse that they become aware of in their official duties. Now, Angela and uh, Ursula, this does have a carve out. Uh, this would exclude Catholic confession uh, after lawmakers consulted with folks in the Catholic Church. So, Ursula, uh, A, do you think this is a good bill as is? Do you think it requires some changes? Where do you stand? I think it's a good start. Uh, and I know that it was worked on with the uh, members of the Catholic Church. Uh, however, there are also other religions that uh, have also other special exceptions. My feeling is uh, uh, deference or or the priority should be given to the victims in the case. So um, a, a person in the case in a position like a uh Catholic priest, um, I I think the first thing should be for the protection of the victim. Uh, And I know I understand that 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 goes against uh, in terms of confession uh, that goes against the the church's teachings. But um, I I think the exception would just need to be made when someone is at risk or someone is being harmed. I agree. I am so tired of religion being a shield to having to follow the laws that most people follow. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've gone to church my whole life. I support it. But too often that ends up being a cover and a lot of folks don't get the help they need or intervention doesn't happen because of that protection, that layer. So I'm with Ursula on this one. Still debating about the confessional piece. Um, I do like that this is a good start, but um, I'm, I'm undecided on the confessional piece of it. Well, I mean, I think the Catholic Church's position is if somebody believes that they confess to a, a crime in confession and they know that the priest will share that information with law enforcement, then they will not go to confession. Their immortal soul will be lost, right? Here's what I propose, though. Why are we not all mandatory reporters? Why do we not? Why do we say, OK, if you are a therapist, if you are a doctor, if you are a teacher, you're required to report to the authorities 
when you suspect child abuse or neglect? Isn't Why not the, all of us? Well, you're, so because you, you just and me in society, if if my neighbor, right, like I know there's something going on with the neighbor's kids. Why should I not have a similar obligation as a citizen and to that child? Why do we just limit to people in certain professional positions? Some states are actually moving towards this. Mm. And I think the answer, at least for right now, is those are the professions where you would have the most contact specifically with children. But but um, people who would be uh, more apt to tell you, you would have the contact to be able to see uh, if something is going on exactly, and 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 to yeah. be able to report that, but uh, I wouldn't be against that either. I mean, I I think it would just be, would you open up the Pandora's box, and would you be um, opening it up to everyone reporting everybody fraudulent? Uh, well, and, and, yeah, and then how can you actually pursue any of those things if? But we all have the ability to do this already. Like anyone yeah, can call I've up called, CPS exactly. right now. And you right. leave it to CPS to yes, investigate. But, exactly. but you're saying, but, but to make it m- mandatory. I, I think this would be a good requirement. I mean, how many people like within their own families, right, have not said something Ugh. because they are worried that, oh my gosh, it's going to cause this big problem in my family. You know, everybody likes Uncle Tim or whoever, you know, it could break up his marriage. So I'm not going to report this because it could cause a problem. Well, if there's a legal requirement requirement for you to do so shouldn't you step in at that point i mean there are a lot of people that could be protected like doctors teachers etc they have a lot of contact with kids but we all know people and i'm sure that there's a lot of situations that could be prevented from it but i'm guessing it just would be extremely litigious and it would be an additional burden on the courts on police etc etc but i don't know it makes sense to me All right. Uh, Here in Washington state, we are currently looking at massive expansion of speed cameras. They could start out on uh, state highways if a bill is passed this year. Down in California, they are taking a potential different tack, and that would be to physically stop new cars from speeding. So cars have what is called governor technology, which means it can limit the uh, the speed that your car goes. Uh, Even if your speedometer reads 160, if there's a governor on your car, you might see this on some commercial vehicles. This car is limited to 70 miles an hour. Well, down in California, they were saying every new car sold after 2027 would have to be equipped with a governor, and that governor would be able to to speak to GPS technology on the road that would communicate what the speed limit is. And it would limit it to 10 miles over. So if you're on a road that's 60, your max speed would be 70 miles per hour. Angela, you are shaking your head. No, it's a no. I disagree no. with this. I do okay. not think it's a good idea. And I'll give one um, you know, one little caveat to my opinion here. I think that the threshold is too low. 10 miles an hour over, depending on if I have an emergency or something's going on. I don't like that. It reminds me of how we got to the water-saving toilets. And you notice that your shower doesn't come out as strong as it used to because you're trying to regulate how much water I can use. So I – and we've, we've run away around that. Look, there's something that I want to say is being tried in Europe, and it's the equivalent of what might look like a speed bump, right? They put these devices in the car that if you try to accelerate beyond a certain point, it'll attempt to slow you down. It'll give you warnings. It'll – I, I'm more in so the that, camp of that. Okay, so that's kind of, it's similar, but not so extreme as what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's like, like maybe you would just get a little tap instead of you just cannot go oh, that would 100 drive me, miles per hour. And, and, and if the threshold were higher, if they were to say, hey, new cars can't go over 85, 
maybe that. Like, I, I've never thought there was a reason to go 100. Yeah, why, but, does, why does any car made in the United States? I, I get in Germany, we've got the Autobahn, so you can go, and if you've driven on the Autobahn, it's very scary. I mean... It's great until it's not. What if you need to escape a tsunami? What if your wife is pregnant and you need exactly. to make it to the, the hospital very quickly? Or what if you're on a wide open road in Montana and you just need to go 110 miles per hour? Yeah. I, I get all those reasons. Uh, I'm trying to... What were we talking about in terms of car insurance rates and why they're going up? Because of speeding and more crashes. Right. What does G talk about every day when he talks about what he sees on the roads? People speeding and... Well, you just mentioned it, that people going crazy. I don't think California's got the answer, Mm -hmm. but maybe there is kind of... uh, um, Something, like a middle ground yeah, here, where there's some ground. devices you can put in yes. that will that will do little things that slow you down um, from taking it too far. I, I see a couple of number a number of other issues with this one. What if I need to pass someone? Yes, on a highway that would be the issue, right? I mean, you need so, more than ten miles per hour. Yeah, you, you could probably get past that if you had a system that says, "Okay, hit the button, and I'm allowed, you know, one minute to drive at whatever speed I want." Something like that. I'm sure that would be relatively easy. Uh, also, it doesn't solve the problem of every older car on the road, right? So, if I want to drive fast, then I just buy anything made model 2026 20, and prior. I don't. I don't know if speed cameras are quite the way to go on our highway. And Angela, I agree that you know you don't ever need to drive 100 miles an hour. But I'm not sure that banning new vehicles from being able to drive 10 over the speed limit is great. Maybe if it was 20. Maybe if it was 20, I'd be okay with it. Can I get back to you on that um, water thing? Water. Did you buy the water saving shower oh, no, head? No. Or? When, no. When it's when you get new plumbing put in, that's what they have to yeah. put in. And so we, yeah, we've. Because I bought, so we did the remodel and our kitchen sink, and you've been to our house, yeah. Chef. Yeah. So we've got the kitchen sink that all of a sudden the sink, we thought something was wrong with our sink. It just shuts off. It just shuts off and you have to keep tapping. I was like, I regret this particular faucet. That <laughs> what we if picked. you need to fill a very large pot? <laughs> I know. I'm just like, we keep tapping it and tapping it. I hate to bring it up, Angela. But you sound a lot like President Trump, former President Trump. Remember when he went on the off on the whole tangent about the toilets don't work the way they used to. You can't even flush them anymore. You got to flush them four or five times. Yeah. And, and look, you're talking to a person like I actually I really do care about the environment and I yes. take steps in my everyday yes. life to like reduce my impact. But some things just don't make sense. You know, while we're on the topic, I'm going to bring up our god-awful sinks here at Cairo News Radio. The sinks in the bathroom, they're low-flow sinks that you have to, you know, wave your hand underneath. And because they only flow for one second at a time, the water never gets warm. And I don't know about you, but I seem to recall when I learned about hand-washing that warm or hot water is kind of critical to getting your hands clean. So maybe we could do something about the low flow stuff as well as our uh, fast cars. But speaking of get off my lawn, Angela, uh, Gen Z says you're officially old if you still carry a wallet. And as a man who uh, does not carry one because I only require like, what, two credit cards and my ID, I think this is accurate. But we all do very old, old things and very young things. Is there something very old that you do and something that's very young? Want me to kick us off? Oh, go, go. Yeah. I drive slow. Like you I drive as, slow? as my as my eyesight has deteriorated, <laughs> I am that person like leaning forward with the glasses. And I remember Are, when I was younger, I oh yeah, I'd be pushing eighty on the highway. And now I'm like right around sixty, and I'm like, why are those people going so fast? <laughs> okay, well here's a question though, Angela. Yes. Are you in the left lane? 
Are you Miranda a left lane camper? Only, this only is a I'm above, no, I follow the rules on that. I do. I do follow the rules on that. Now, the youngest thing I do, and I got a confession, I'm a little bit clumsy. And so falling for me is like, it's a couple of times a week. And I still think it's hilarious. I laugh every single time. I fall. <laughs> because it's hilarious. Yeah. Like you're just going upstairs and all of a sudden just boop. <laughs> okay, so the, what I do that I guess would make me old besides my sheer age, um, is that I do have a wallet, mm. I do carry cash, yeah. and I still go to a bank. So those are three things. You qualify. Things. Yeah, so I qualify. <laughs> um, I don't drive that slow. but um, Enough to get honked at on uh, but a near daily get- <laughs> basis during our morning meetings while you're on Bluetooth. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I get distracted from our con- with our conversations. Uh, the thing that I do that's really young is that I am all over social media and mm. I do spend some time on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll have to like help me with that because I've been, <laughs> I, I think with TikTok, I have this perception that you have to be funny. Like everything you, ha- and I'm like, I'm not that funny. Oh, so, no, 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 no. I don't post on TikTok. I just lurker. spend time. I'm, yeah. I, I lurk on TikTok. Although I've tried a few of them and I post them and then I take them down. See, Ursula, yeah, you're like... Because of my connection here You're like Cairo. maybe a decade, decade and a half away if you continue with your TikTok habit. If you start posting videos I at that age, to. people are going to start calling you inspirational. <laughs> oh, I love Ursula. She's so inspirational. She's on TikTok and she's posting all these videos. <laughs> so how about you? How do you answer that? Oh, me? My oldest yeah. thing? Yeah. It's probably my daily rage at headlights. Because my eyesight is deteriorating, so anytime it is dark now when I drive, I'm just like, headlights are too bright these days. Everybody has their brights on. Everybody does not have their brights on. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have misaligned headlights that point upward that appear that they are brights. But this is like four or five times a day when I drive in in the morning. In fact, I got behind someone this morning who did have their brights on, and I put my brights on them, and they just kept them on for the entire (laughs) way down the freeway because they have no clue. But I'm an old person in the car now. So, Chef, I feel so seen, and I feel less alone because I thought it was just me thinking the lights have gotten brighter, and it probably is just our eyesight. I think it's both. Both? They've changed the headlights and we're getting older. But one more quick one. Come Monday, 16 million of us aren't going into work. Why? Because of the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, A lot of us are going to be calling in sick. Call it the Super Bowl flu. Ursula, if you're a boss back in the day, somebody calls in sick the Monday after the Super Bowl. Do you let it pass? Do you know? Uh, if you know and you're able to prove that they are just playing hooky, um, that doesn't bode well. But can, is it fireable? I, I think that there would have to be other things that are in play before you would go that route. But seriously, believe you me, believe you me. I mean, it depends on the types of jobs. I mean, cause yeah. someone could actually legitimately be sick and call in sick on that Monday. It, it yeah, might they be ate because too they much, have a hangover. Exactly. <laughs> I am physically but ill. Technically, it would be hard as a manager to be able to prove that. Now, if if you start posting things or you're out golfing or doing whatever it is, and and someone can catch you, uh, then that is a bigger issue, um, and it may be a problem. But that all said, I can guarantee you, though, if 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 you are someone who generally calls in sick, and it's usually a Friday or a Monday. 
your boss is not going to be shocked. And it just, it doesn't look good. And in the long run, it's going to hurt you. Do you really want to know, though, as a boss, like, if you were a boss today, would you be checking their social media? No. No? Probably not. I mean, again, unless I already have an issue with that employee. Yeah, because in for me, it really depends on if they know that the impact of them calling out is going to be detrimental to our business because we have a small staff or it's going to really hurt someone. Exactly. I would have a major problem with you for that. I would say I would just rather you just yeah, let me know home. in advance you plan on calling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because don't leave, don't leave your team hanging if it's going to have a huge impact on <coughs> operation. Excuse me. Does that so, make sense? Just something coming on right now. <laughs> uh, guilt? I'm building a pattern of evidence. Oh, that's fine. I love it. Okay, still ahead, Mickey's going to join us. Speaking of the Super Bowl and uh, what's happening on that day, uh, she's going to fill us in on some things we might not know about the halftime show. Okay. I'm yeah, so she'll join us. It's always fun when Mickey joins us. This is the GNR Slush Show. the G and Ursula show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Thursday. We're just a couple of days away from the Super Bowl. I finally figured it out, Angela. Uh, Just on Tuesday night, I decided, you know, I'm going to try to have a few people over. Okay. And then yesterday, Dave Ross and Colleen asked, they had me in studio and they asked me, like, what makes a great Super Bowl party? And I was like, good food, good people, and um, lots of food and lots of drink. I mean, I don't have party favors. I'm not planning on doing any games. It's just like having a nice. So what are you cooking? What are you? Can you share what? Well, so I've just so I finally decided I'm going to have charcuterie boards and one crock pot. So I think I'm going to do chili. I'm going to borrow an idea from our late colleague and friend Dory Monson's Super Bowl parties, which were great. And he always made a big fat pot of chili Mm. and he made chili without beans, which I I found out is the original type of. I know I don't like beans. So it's like. So I'm going to make a real meaty chili, chili without, be- I, and then I want to do some fo- football themed. I, I want to do some football themed charcuterie boards because that's kind of that the sounds thing, fun. Right? Dessert game, yeah, a okay. dessert game. Well, yeah, yeah, you got to <laughs> yeah. have that too. Okay, yeah, for sure. Well, Mickey Gomez is here because she's going to talk to us about Super Bowl halftime entertainment and mm-hmm. someone specific. Yeah, Usher. And when I found out that Usher was going to be performing, I was kind of like, oh, okay. But then I went back uh-huh. and I listened to all nine of his number one hit singles. I was ready. Yeah, I was like, yes, what was I thinking? I mean, Usher just got done with a two and a half year residency in Vegas back in December. And as I deep dived some more to look into, you know, what's been going on in Usher's world, the number nine interestingly, popped up a lot of times. Okay, so it's been nine years since he released his eighth album, Hard to Love. He's had nine number one hit singles and his ninth studio album coming home drops tomorrow. Oh, and tomorrow is February 9th. Yeah. There you go. Just in time for millions of downloads after the halftime show, by the way. Yeah. So let me ask you. So what do you think is going to be the first song he performs? Because I I have mine. Mm. Oh, okay. What do you think it's going to be? What about, yeah. That song, it, does he have a song called Yeah? Yeah, he does. Peace up, A-Town. 
Yes. Oh, that's it. Uh huh. That's yeah. the okay, yeah play song, right? Bit, yeah. yeah, play a little bit more. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Eight town. Is it oh, that yeah. one? Yeah. That's with Lil John. Okay. It feels like a hype song. Like, it does. Yeah, be, yeah. It does. This Chef is, is the cringing thong. right oh, now. Oh, no, what no. Is this like, yeah. What is this, like, 2002? Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. Don't worry about it. But here's the song that I think he's going to kick off the show with. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. Baby, let me... I did it again, so I'm, I'm going to let, let the beat drop. It's with Will I Am. OMG. Oh, oh my okay. God. How does yeah. the chorus go on that? Baby, let me love you down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm come gonna, on. Well, we're at the place of wager. I think it's going to be the yeah song. Okay. What about this one, though, with Pitbull? Oh, this is a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So dance, dance like it's the last, last night of your... Yeah. So. If you are not watching on the video stream right now, turn it on. All right. Texas, I want to know what folks think will be the first mm-hmm. song. Well, and, and interestingly enough, odd ma- odds makers, Vegas odds makers, think that he's going to kick off the show with this one. She likes it my way. Nah, no, there's no way well. that it, exactly. And if things go my way, it's going to have to have lots of lights and just, yeah, you got to get everyone's attention. Yeah. If things yeah. go my way, uh-huh. little John, who lives in Vegas, could make a surprise appearance. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, universe, make it happen. Okay. So your excitement level is a lot higher after listening to Usher's music. Yes. Again. Yes. Because in the beginning, I was like, oh, it's okay. a, who's going to top Rihanna? We can right? sometimes forget oh. all the hits that people have had. Mm-hmm. Right. You can. you, And then all of a sudden you revisit. And you're like, wait a minute. I liked a lot of their stuff. I that, did. Yeah. Ooh. Caught up is a good one. I'm so caught up. Got me feeling caught, caught up. up. Yep. That. I mean, just think about it. Okay. We're going to be I dancing. I like that, too. Now, question for all of you. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Super Bowl performer of all time? Oh, Bruno. Mine too. Bruno is, um, why are you leaving, Chef? I look, did I offend you? No. I mean, no. now look, Prince because of the legend, right? Of I mean, Prince. Yeah. But in terms of just all around amazing, it, Bruno Mars has great energy. He sings really well. He has a lot of hype songs. Bruno. For me, yeah. Rihanna. Okay. Hands down, Rihanna. It was simple. It was just Rihanna. And then, of course, she did, you know, the belly. And then and then number two. <laughs> and then that's all people talked about. They, uh-huh. uh, Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Okay. Beyonce was great. Beyonce. Yeah, I would say Beyonce and, and then J-Lo. Bruno. And I really enjoyed J-Lo as well. Mm-hmm. I know people kind of panned her. Okay, Chef, because we haven't heard <laughs> from ahead, you. Chef. I have to say it was J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira. Because yes. I was watching that with, like, extended family, including <laughs> a lot of older adult <laughs> members of my family. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, whose no. eyes were like, <gasps> boing! Oh. Popping open like something. Mm-hmm. That was highly entertaining to me. And okay, I'm I'll- sure Idios Mio came up a lot while they were performing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our resident music expert, Nick, uh, you have to weigh in. Favorite performer of all time for Super Bowl halftime? Mm, I'm an old soul, so I would have to say back in the day when I was a kid, I loved seeing Paul McCartney ah, perform. That was yes. when the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl, right? Or was it the Rolling Stones? That's also another second Rolling great Stones. performance. Yeah, great that too. was. I remember that performance. Pretty doggone cool. Yeah. Um, Rachel texted and said, regarding this question, I'm always reminded of the movie Hitch with the Yeah song. Yes! Was the, yes! yes! With Will Smith, right? <laughs> yes! Good movie. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Prince getting a lot of love on here. 
Yeah. But what it did, so Nick, did you, did I miss it? Did you weigh on on what song you think he'll do first? I, I'm, I'm in the boat of probably, yeah, he's going to probably get the, the crowd going. He's got to get him amped up to get, you know, get started. Mm-hmm. And then he'll get into the other stuff and with the guest appearances. It, it's, there's always other artists that show up aside from Usher. So he's going to start with his signature song. Mm-hmm. And there's not really many other guests that show up on, yeah, maybe like Lil John as like a little side appearance. But then they'll get into the Will I Am's. They'll get into the other guests. Yeah, David Guetta. You got Justin Bieber, possibly Pitbull. I mean, you never oh, they, know. They've already got some listed on there. I mean, it's crazy. I love it. Okay. I'm excited about well, it I'm now. I'm so glad you did your deep dive. Thank you for that investigation. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more excited about it now, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you were me, what would you serve at the Super Bowl event? Like, what is a must-have? For me, it's it's homemade guacamole. Pigs in a blanket. Homemade Pigs. guacamole. Like there's some there's something about Chips and that. queso. We always do we always do Velveeta with Rotel. We cook it in a crock pot and then we have and then tamales. Like you gotta have tamales, but Okay, that sounds good. That with sounds chili, easy. With mm-hmm. the chili, you could do like a yes. nacho kind of thing. Let's do that. You I'll could build okay, your own nacho good. bowl and oh yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Okay, coming up next, we hear you and of course our words to live by. This is the G and Ursula show. Our Thursday edition of the G and Ursula show has come to an end. And this is when we share your thoughts on what we've done and what we've talked about during the show. And Angela, you have the honors to start. Yeah, let's kick it off with our rates for car insurance reportedly going up 20%. Larry in the 206 says, if your auto insurance only went up 20%, consider yourself lucky. Ours went up to up 40%. No claims, no tickets. Very long-time customer. Craig in Las Vegas says uh, Social Security increase, that's 3.2%. Every utility, though, and HOA, all those increases are in double digits. Ah, And like I said, income often not keeping up with that. Donna in Mill Creek says my insurance for car is now only renewing six months at a time, and it went up substantially. Ah, I I haven't seen anyone who said it's going down. Um, Stealthing could come with civil penalties if a bill passes in Olympia. Nate in Seattle says I have made friends who've said they've had female partners who pulled off their condom or used their fingernails to puncture a hole in it without their knowledge. So it's really a nuanced predicament that they're trying to address. Legislating morality in the bedroom is difficult or even impossible to do and enforce, in my opinion. Mm. Greg from Salty's, uh, by the way, stealthing is real and it sucks. I know one guy who pulled it on his wife, hoping it would save his marriage. He wound up being a single dad. And then there's Cliff in Woodenville who says, okay, so after verbal consent that intercourse is agreed to, then the signed contract to solidify that verbal acceptance, now you need a body cam to confirm whether one of the parties violated the contract. I'm not finishing that during the during the act. Uh, thank God I'm married and out of the dating scene. Woo. Okay. Cliff, you almost got me on that yeah. one. All right. The next story we talked about, um, this was whether members of the clergy should be mandated reporters of abuse. Dan and Snohomish, a Catholic child molester in confessional, should be reported. They don't deserve to have their soul saved. So if they're not going to go to confession, then let them out. So we had a really awkward conversation uh, around the 1030 
If you missed it, check it out on our podcast um, and uh, leave a review. But um, <laughs> shameless. Did we mention leave a review? <laughs> um, but we were talking about how you can change your conversation so you can get beyond the surface. Uh, and oh, people were just cringing at some of these suggested questions. Melinda Bellevue says, my husband's response to how are you says better. That stops people. Ha ha ha. Hi, it's from 253. When people ask me how I'm doing, I tell them I'm having the worst day of my life. The look on their face usually makes me laugh. And then I tell them the truth. <laughs> my dad tried it one time. He said, um, he, his response was, do you really care? <laughs> That was my dad. Uh, One year free community college. 206 says paid community college tuition is great. If colleges in Scandinavia and Europe can give free tuition to four-year schools, we can at least help our kids out their first year. The trades need more vocation grants, and those moving on to a four-year have time to figure out what they want to do. Sounds reasonable Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Also from 206, I don't want to pay for someone to, quote, figure out what they want to do in college. No thanks. People need to have skin in the game and plan ahead. Don't put the burden on other people to pay for your school. CC in the 206 says, the home value of your primary home, we were asking about this, does not count against the FAFSA. It only counts if you have an additional rental income. It actually hurts renters because I have around 350000 in the bank, but I'm a renter. So that 350000 counts against me, saying that is money that I would have to pay for my kid's college. Yet if I had 700000 of a mortgage already paid off, that would not count against me. Huh, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. All right, Nate says, why don't we increase public education to 14 years and the last two focus on career training and graduate with a bachelor's degree? I like that idea. Yeah, for some, that would work really great. On reviewing customer service and whether that is a good thing, Liz and Samamish says, I got a phone call from a manager after I gave an honest review and gave the person four stars instead of five. I left the review because I thought the person did an above average job. I had no idea that was considered less than perfect. If the expectation is five, star all the time perfection that is ridiculous huh. and uh i've been told over and over again at least with bank of america they say anything lower than the max is considered negative no yes oh come on same, same with almost, uber and every like, every company it's yeah. almost like it, how people expect 4.0s now it's like if you're not a four point straight a student yeah it's just we need to calm down <laughs> okay so one more time 406 where i work we we get so-called bonus units for different services we provide. It comes out to be between four and 500 a month. If we don't get at least one good Google review per month, they take their bonus units. They also take our bonus units for repayment of any stolen items. Wait a minute. I know. Wait a minute. So they, if, you, if someone doesn't take the initiative to give you a really great review, you lose your bonus. And if someone steals, you lose your bonus? Yeah. I think... I'm starting to That's align not, with Chef. Now I, I, I'm going to have I the think, right people's reviews. Yeah. This is this is sad. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Leave a well, 30% tip know. and a review. <laughs> I know. Your review would even be better if I didn't have to have this thing turned around and, and I'm facing my first option is nothing less than 20%. That's always a fun time. Okay, our words to live by today brought to you by Wilcox Farms. Both you and I were saying, my gosh, time flew today. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you are the pilot. Mm. And we're so glad that you've spent this time with us, that you do it every single day. Thank you so much to you, Angela. 
spending time with you is always a great pleasure. Oh, yeah. And I think I'm going to see you a couple times next week, too. Right. Yeah, I look forward to I it. I look forward to it. Chef, thank you so much. And Nick. Well, reviews are always challenging to take conclusions from. On one hand, you'll see a gem, but on the other side is crumbs. And for some, their reputation will rely on these quick thoughts from a waitress to a driver. Even our show needs some spots. But I never would have thought these words would win the rarest trip for a date with Swift and Kelsey at the game down on the strip. So we wish our FedEx friend a happy time they won't forget while we're up here <coughs> calling out for the following morning without a sweat. But don't tell your boss about the lack of a fever, all right? Mm. <laughs> I know you're going to be here on Monday. Oh, yeah, I'll be yeah. here. We'll all be here. <laughs> <laughs> Chef, don't you dare. Okay, thank you so much. Spike and Jack are coming up next. They always have a fun show. We'll do this again tomorrow. We'll see you then. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody. Yeah.